I heard a line one time, and it was talking about Michael Jordan, right? The, the greatest of all time in NBA. I'm like, Michael, why don't you use your voice for the, for the good and you know get involved and, and do all this? And he said, conservatives buy Jordans too. What he meant by that was, Everybody in, in the country, regardless of what way you lean on the political spectrum or what side you're on in the social issues, he's not going to go pigeonhole himself and immediately discredit 50% of the population. Welcome to another episode of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. For those of you guys that may not know me, I'm Chris Moore. I'm the founder here at Elite Business Advisors and the host for the Elite Business Advice Podcast. So bear with me today a little bit. I'm getting over a cold. I was. Uh, it's the great thing about having a 10-month-old sharing his caring in his world, as many of you guys that have kids have, you know, going through that or have been through that in your lives. Uh, and so I was really pushing the deadline to get this over to our friends at PCA to get it out on their, their podcast tomorrow. Uh, so I apologize. I'm still battling it a little bit. So if, uh, if the audio is off or if I start coughing halfway through, hopefully we'll get that edited out. But um, we wanted to make sure we kept putting out a new episode every single week for you guys. I toyed around with the idea of doing like, you know, a, a highlight from season one of an episode or something. I was like, no, I want to keep pumping out new content as much as we can. So we're going to save that as like the absolute last resort. Uh, or if Kyle listens to this and it just sounds terrible, then we'll scrap it and we'll go to something like that. But I wanted to make sure we get something out to you guys. Um, I'm super pumped. We got PC Expo coming out next week, uh, which is going to be great. So we're probably going to have a couple solo episodes coming out here, and we'll be back in studio mid-March uh, to start recording. We got some interviews. We got some really cool stuff lined up. I'm excited. We're going to do a three-part series on the what, the why, and the how of leadership. Uh, one of my good friends, Sam Sala, is a leadership expert, uh, serial entre- entrepreneur. He's been on our uh, podcast about every season, I think, at this point. Uh, and so I'm super pumped to record that with him. And we got a couple other great things planned. So. But today I wanted to talk a little bit about maintaining a good reputation uh, and what this what that means for you as a business owner. And I'm actually going to take a little bit of a different spin on it than probably what you're thinking, right? It's something that I see a lot. It's something that I hear a lot. And I felt like we needed to do an episode dedicated to staying neutral on the hot topics with customers, referral partners, and on social media for crying out loud and, and why this can make or break your business. Uh, and so we're, we're going to talk through a little bit about like the normal things about reputation management, but then I want to kind of take a different spin on it and talk through why and, and how I see a lot of business owners shoot themselves in the foot um, and kind of the science behind it. So I hope this helps you. But thanks for plugging in. This is the Elite Business Advice Podcast. So when it comes to your reputation, there's a few obvious things to manage your reputation. Make sure you've got a good icon in the community of your business and you personally as a business owner. Uh, and there's a few like common ones, right, that are kind of just like, okay, duh, Chris, everybody knows this, right? Quality work. You got to do quality work. If you are not doing good work, you're, you know, your customers aren't happy, your lines aren't straight, their house is a mess, um, like they don't have a good experience when it comes to that, like that's not a good thing, right? So that's, that's kind of an, an obvious one. Um, Um, You know, I think there's a couple other things when it comes to reputation that we really try to preach to our clients and and people that we speak to uh, at events all over the country is, you know, professionalism. Um, I always tell people I built my business on professionalism and the next one, which is communication. Those were the two things um, because I heard so many homeowners say, man, I can't get anybody to show up. I can't get anybody to call me back. I've had three people come out and look at my house and they've never even sent estimates over. Um, And so I saw an opportunity in the industry, especially here in St. Louis, and I'm sure it's the same pretty much around the the country from what I've heard, um, that I was like, if I can just show up 
follow through on my word, which is my fourth point here, and do a good job. Obviously, we're going to do a good quality job at a fair price where we're still making money, but it's fair to the homeowner, right? And we can just be give them a good experience. Like, I can't tell you how many jobs we sold just because we showed up on time, we communicated with them, we followed up, um, we gave them a good professional experience, and they booked with us, right? And so I think that there's a lot of, like, key things that just – Again, I want to say, you know, common sense. We know common sense isn't so common nowadays, uh, but there's a few things like that. They just, you know, okay, check the box, right? Make sure you're doing quality work. Make sure you're professional. Make sure you communicate well with them and make sure you follow through on your word. And I think that's going to boost your reputation. That's going to be a great thing for your business. But what I want to talk a little bit about today is what do you do when people start talking about politics, religion, social issues? Um, other things going on in the world, right? Like, how do you actually handle that situation? And that's what I want to focus the rest of this episode on today is understanding why you need to stay neutral and stay out of those things, right? Um, and, you know, let's say you go meet with a customer and you get there and Fox News or CNN's on. I don't know which one leans which way because, again, I stay neutral and I don't get involved with that, right? And they're talking about the latest and greatest political blunder that Trump or Biden or, you know, classified documents, whatever it is, right? There's so much crap that goes on, and I'll get into that in a second. And the homeowner starts trying to talk to you about it. What do you do? How do you handle that, right? And for me personally, my classic line was, um, I, I don't really pay attention to stuff. I, I don't get involved in politics, and I, you know, I don't do, you know, don't, I just try to stay neutral in this, right? Um, I don't want to get involved into a conversation because, you're playing like a very risky game at that point, right? You're, you're at a 50-50 shot where they're going to agree with what you're going to say or they're not, right? And I don't like taking those chances. And honestly, I don't want to be fake and agree with them on something I don't actually believe in or whatever that might be, right? Because obviously they're going to say, oh, man, and they're going to start, you know, slamming the president. They're going to start doing whatever, right? And you don't want to be at a spot where you like feel like you have to agree with them just because you're trying to sell a job, right? And so I would just be like, hey, I just just so you know, like I kind of stay out of all this stuff. I don't, you know, there's a few things I don't talk about with with people, um, you know, politics, religion, um, social issues. Like I just stay neutral with it because I don't, you know, want to get involved in a heated conversation with anybody, right or wrong. I might agree with you, I may not, I don't know, but I just like to try to keep it like that. And I think people will respect that. Some people may not, and I kind of play along with it a little bit and just, you know, kind of slough it off, right? Get through what I need to. Don't really agree with them too much, but kind of just say, oh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I understand it. Man, that's really stupid. Like, just keep it super surface level. But I think, you know, and I think most of you guys listening to this, I would say in that situation with the homeowner, you're going to kind of come out of it neutral. I don't see anybody listening to this podcast, you know, getting in a heated debate about with the customer about something, right? But I think you need to go into it just understanding that when things come up, you have to stay neutral on it. Um, and here's, here's kind of one quote I heard that kind of sparked part of the idea on this. And again, I've seen a lot of things. I've heard some different things. We'll get into social media here in a second. Um, that kind of sparked the idea for this episode. And I heard a line one time, and it was talking about Michael Jordan, right? The, the greatest of all time in NBA. Uh, half you guys are going to argue with me about LeBron, and he's now the scoring champion. Whatever, right? MJ was probably the greatest, and LeBron is second. We'll go with that. Call it what it is. Um, I'm not putting my opinion out there, but that's just my thoughts, right? MJ said, and somebody asked him, they're like, you know, Michael, and I think it was within the last few years, right, with all the Black Lives Matters and all the things going on out there, right? They're like, Michael, why don't you use your voice for the, for the good and, you know, get involved and, and do all this? And he said, conservatives buy Jordans too. Right. And whatever line you want to lean on, whatever, it, 
the, the principle of his statement, and I, I almost changed it, but I wanted to keep it, you know, for what he said, conservatives buy Jordans too, right? What he meant by that was everybody in, in the country, regardless of what way you lean on the political spectrum or what side you're on in the social issues or whatever it might be, he's not going to go pigeonhole himself and immediately discredit 50% of the population. Like, let's just say for sake of argument that 50% of the population population leans one way politically and the other half leans the other way just for sake of argument. He said, I'm not going to go <clears throat> pigeonhole myself with only half of my market, right? Because people that buy my products are on both sides of the, of the equation, right? And I think that that is a super powerful thing for us to think about as business owners out in the community talking to people we're going to come across all different, you know, kinds of people, right, with different beliefs. And yes, your target audience might be, you know, a certain demographic of people income wise, house, you know, certain things which may kind of tend to lean on one direction. But that's not always the case. Like, you can't just make assumptions and say, oh, well, this is really my target. So I don't really care about the other people. Right. And so I think that is why it's super important to make sure you stay neutral on things. And if if Michael Jordan says something to that degree and he stays out of everything you notice you've never probably really seen mj make a, a statement on one anything going on like that if he's not doing that i don't think you probably should either right because he's got a much larger platform he could probably have a lot of influence on um and kind of take a, a page out of mj's playbook as far as that goes so you know i think it's safe to say that unfortunately we're as divided as ever right now as a country. And I'm not going to turn this into a negative episode by any means, but I want you guys to understand this, that again, if you pick a side, you automatically lose half your target market. And so with that being said, um, I, I, I kind of tend to think that maybe aliens are the only thing that's going to bring us all together is, is a, a, you know, U.S. population. I heard somebody say that the other day, and I just thought it was hilarious. Um, there might be some truth in that, right? Um, but being divided as ever on every topic, on everything, right? The media, the media plays into this so bad, you guys. And I hope you understand that. We talked a little bit about that in the limiting beliefs episode. Um, but the media is geared to divide us so bad. You know, recently here in the last couple of weeks, and, and, and I want to use this like as an example, right? Um, you know, the last couple of weeks we've had the, the spy balloon and, you know, these random objects and, and different things. We like, nobody really knows what's going on, right? Because you can't trust the media. That's my whole point in this. And in normal times, let's just say in the 90s, um, you would have read about it in the newspaper, and you would have heard something about it on the news, right? Now you can't get on any social media platform. You can't open Google Chrome and not see, you know, articles on there. You go to Apple News. No matter where you go, this crap is everywhere, right? And it's designed to spark fear and anxiety and stress and divisiveness into us as a country, right? Because guess what? The more people get sucked into it, the more they're going to go back to the media. The more people are plugged into the media, the more ad revenue they make. There's a whole kind of thing behind this. And I don't, again, I try to stay neutral on this, but that's just something I personally believe in. The media, and I think most people listening to this can agree with me, to some degree, shape, or form. I'm not saying the media is trying to distract us from other things. I'm not trying to go crazy conspiracy theory. I'm not saying any of that. But I think we can all say it's safe to assume or safe to agree on that the media is dividing us to some degree, right? And so I think we need to understand that. And we need to understand the role the media plays in all of these issues too, and how easy it is to get in arguments with people. And again, I'm, we're gonna talk to social media here in just a second. That's why social media can be so dangerous. 
Um, you know, and, and I will say this, you know, as we talk, you know, Jordan and, and not making statements and not getting involved in things. Um, I will say, I, you know, I think there's still a reason that America is one of the most freest countries in the world. Um, I would argue a little bit to some degree that, you know, some of that freedom is being taken from us. Again, I'm not going to go there. That can be a, a separate conversation, but just insert Ron Swanson memes and, and one liners from Parks and Rec uh, about some of that stuff. But at the end of the day, America is still a very free country. Um, we have the right to bear arms. We have the right to have freedom of speech. And I don't want to say that we can't utilize those rights given to us in the amendment because we totally can, right? At any point in time, you can say whatever you want. But I think I just want you to understand as business owners that the things you say <clears throat> can come back to haunt you. And I think the the pro of using your voice definitely does not outweigh the cons of the repercussions that can have for you. If that makes sense, right? So walk the, the fine line, freedom of speech, but also reputation and the, the image you have in the community, right? Um, and so, you know, there's the engaging piece of it to defend off, right? When things come up, people make comments, they try to engage in conversations, whether they mean to or not, right? A lot of times it's not a trap, it's not intentional, just things that come up day to day in your business. But let's talk a little bit about social media. And this is what I really want to spend the rest of the time on. And this is where a lot of my passion for this episode comes into this. You're a business owner. <clears throat> you, again, have a reputation, right? If your reputation on social media, and I'm talking like on your personal accounts, I don't think anybody's probably dumb enough to post anything on their business account in these issues, but I'm talking like 100% your personal business. Again, if you've listened back to some of our episodes on social media, I utilize personal, and I'll say Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn doesn't get too far down this rabbit hole, but Facebook and Instagram as a connection point with people, right? A lot of people in my community who are business owners I'm connected to on Facebook and Instagram. <clears throat> it's just part of my way of staying connected with people, right? And I see a lot of people start sharing things, start saying things. They're, they're shit disturbers, for lack of a better word. They like to provoke people. They like to comment on things. And I want you guys to understand that other people see that. You may not be connected with any of your homeowners on Facebook or Instagram, but you're probably connected with referral partners in other people in the network. And when they see you just being blatantly ignorant on social media, they kind of lose some respect for you. Like there's a, there's somebody I know that we used to do some networking with in, in a group. And I started like connecting with them on social media. And I started seeing that he was just being completely ignorant and just like provoking people. And I immediately lost all respect for this person because it was honestly, it was just, it was unnecessary. Like he would say things that was just like, why would you even say that? Like, it's not productive. Somebody asks a question about, you know, this and you're just going off on something. And literally, I'm like, the, our whole group like started realizing this and like quit referring business to him because we just didn't like the way he was promoting himself. We're not going to send business to somebody that we don't like the way they carry themselves on social media. Great guy, did a great job in what his business was, but just like wasn't a human being that I felt comfortable sending to anybody I know just by the way he handled himself on social media. And so I, you know, there's this button called unfollow. I never unfriend people, but I will unfollow it. People start getting ignorant on issues and doing things like I will unfollow because I only want to see the content I want to see from people that are smart and responsible, right? And I don't mean that you can't say something or share something, right? But I'm talking about the ones that blatantly just go off the deep end, 
you know, obviously Trump was like a huge thing. It still is. It's hilarious that Trump is still such a big topic on social media. Again, like him, hate him, want him in office, don't want him in office. I'm not even saying that. It's just hilarious to this, right? And people get so upset and like offended and will just start arguments. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing, man? Right? What are you doing? Like, why are you doing that to yourself? And so just be very aware of the vibe that you're giving off to people that follow you, you know? A lot of people say there's no bad thing is, is there's no bad press, right? There's no bad PR. Um, and I don't think that's the case, right? I think for some companies that are going for like mass brand awareness, they can afford to like pigeonhole themselves, maybe lose some of their target market. And, you know, they're, they're, you can make that case for certain situations. But as a home service contractor, man, you're selling yourself. <clears throat> you're selling yourself and your business. And if there's bad PR or recognition or just you, you have a bad image, well, that's not a good thing, right? Because you're not selling a product or you're not some big corporate thing that can make a statement and like there's no one person to tie it to. Like you're selling yourself. And when you don't carry yourself well on social media, then people will see that, right? Like let's just say you've got a job lined up for a homeowner coming up and you're not connected with this homeowner on Facebook or anything. Um, but maybe you, you post something on there that's a little bit kind of provocative and kind of, you know, gets people going, right? And, uh, and, and there's a mutual friend that you have with this upcoming job and they comment on your post and they, you know, agree with you or disagree with you, whatever, right? Well, I don't know if you guys know how Facebook works in these algorithms, but like if there's a mutual connection and they comment on something like sometimes like that person might see it, right? And so now that person has seen what you said. Well, if there's a disagreement, like in their beliefs and your beliefs, there's, there's a couple things that are going to happen, right? They're going to maybe cancel the job. They don't want you in their house if it's that bad. Um, maybe you're going to show up on day one and it's going to get off to a rough start. Or maybe things are going to just go well anyways, and it's not going to matter. But I don't want any of you guys listening to this to be in that situation, right? Um, and so... You know, I think what I really want to hit on, and, and this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode just because the content and obviously um, quality of just lumping through this, but, you know, I want you guys to understand people are looking at you guys and social media is a huge aspect to it, right? Again, there's it's easy to disengage from conversations, take a professional stance on it and just kind of, you know, be able to shrug it off. But I think a lot of, I see a lot of business owners and not everybody, right? I understand I'm talking to maybe 20 to 30% of business owners out there, but man, it's glaringly obvious. And when you, you are, you know, acting ignorantly, uh, you're provoking people, it just doesn't leave a good image, right? And so I want you guys to understand again, as business owners, a lot of business owners in business, cause they want to have a good reputation. They want to, you know, make the community a better place. They want to have a great place to work. And when what you're saying with that, and then what people are seeing on social media doesn't align, it's going to be really tough to run your business, right? And I think to say that, use your, use your social media, use your platform as like a positivity source, right? Whether it's sharing motivational things, whether it's sharing entertaining stuff, like whatever it is, educational stuff, right? Um, whatever it is, use it for the positive. Don't use it for the negative. Uh, and I, I want to kind of wrap up with one, one thought on this, right? Um, I don't think it's just you guys as business owners and your use of social media. I think this ties into your employees to some degree too, right? Um, you know, because again, your employees are an extension of you in every way, shape or form, right? So you need to make sure you have this conversation with them about handling awkward, you know, provoking conversations, right? How do you handle that with homeowners, especially if they're in their house and the homeowners, you know, 
watching Fox News all day, right? Like that might get kind of awkward if you're painting in the kitchen, homeowners in the living room and like, you know, things come up, right? So I think it's a good conversation to have with them. But I think the social media side of it too for them is something to keep in check, right? It's not as important as you being the business owner because again, you're, you're building your reputation and you can't control what your employees do on social media. I understand that. But the one point of this is if they're falling into the category of what I just said, acting ignorantly and just, you know, provoking things on social media, think about what kind of person that is, right? And think about the ripple effect that might have in the culture of your company. Do you want somebody that's not overly professional, that's just, you know, getting involved in things? Do you want somebody like that around your other employees that aren't like that, right? The employees that are professional and they stay neutral on things, they don't get involved in it. Like, what will that do to your culture? And so, again, I think that's a good conversation to have with people. I think it's something to be aware of, right? You should be connected with your employees on social media because I think you're going to start to see their true colors. Again, the one guy I mentioned from the networking group, I kind of saw his true colors on there. He put on a great facade all day, anytime we were ever around him. But at 8 o'clock at night, he's sitting on the couch and he's just like provoking people. I'm like, hmm, maybe that's who you really are, not what we see on a daily basis. And so I think as a business owner, connect with your employees on social media. See who they really are. Get a feel for it. And is that somebody you really want to have in the culture of your business? And I think that also goes through as you're recruiting people. Check them out on social media, right? Again, they might hide some stuff. You may not be able to see things if you're not friends with them. Add them as a friend, right? Hey, if you're going to come work for us, I want to see who you really are, right? Um, so I think that's something to think about. And so I hope this episode makes sense to you guys. I hope you're able to take some good nuggets away from this. Again, my goal was just to understand why you need to stay neutral and and what it can do to your business if you don't. And just keep this in check. I think it's something sometimes you can go down a little bit of a slippery slope with it. um, But just come back and refocus in and say, what does my reputation look like? What are the things I do that people see? What are the things that I need to, you know, work on or get better at? Um, or, you know, maybe you say, Hey, no, we're doing a great job, but I need to look at this from the employee perspective or things. Uh, and so I just wanted to do a quick episode on this because I, I, again, I see it from business owners here in the, you know, St. Louis area with other people I'm connected with. And, and again, I know it's a small sample size, um, but I think it's super important to understand as business owners, you know, I would say you shouldn't do anything on social media you wouldn't want your homeowner you're going to work for tomorrow to see. So just keep that in mind. uh, And we'll definitely catch you next week. I'm excited about next week's episode. Again, we've got some great stuff coming up here in the next few weeks. And once we get back in studio, uh, and so thank you guys for plugging in, leave us a rating, leave us a review. We appreciate that. That's how people will help find this all over the country and have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you have questions from today's episode or would like more information on how we help our clients, visit us online at www.elitebusinessadvising.com to schedule a free business analysis meeting. If you're a painting contractor, be sure and check out our Elite Business Academy on there too. We have a systematized program designed to help you treat your business like a business. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you automatically get the newest episode every Tuesday morning. And lastly, my ask of you is if you found our podcast to be beneficial, we'd love to hear from you by giving us a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening on. This will organically help us reach other business owners all over North America to help them in their business. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day.